And the, the Virgin Voyage. Uh, maiden Voyage. A, a Virgin Maiden Voyage. Mo- voyage is now underway with the off the cuff show uh 2.0 i guess uh, as we are labeling it on youtube i'm mike this is dave welcome to the show what is the off the cuff show you ask it is me and dave and our uh, we have a wayward son we're actually not sure which child which of us actually fathered Elijah, but whichever of and us neither did, of he's us a wayward are taking, son right now. Yeah, but neither of us are taking credit for, for him. So, not right now. Not right now. He is not in our no. good graces. Um, he did make a fine no. thumbnail for this episode, and he will edit the audio. But uh, he is yet to be seen. But we are, we are Mike and Dave. We forever were on like the Mike the Cop YouTube channel and and all that stuff. We have uh, Mike the Cop. Um, is an internet cop that was killed in the line of social media duty. He is no longer. I am Mike Edwards. I am just myself. <laughs> this is Dave, a former cop. But we're leaving that behind for the show where Dave and I just, uh, we're going to bring some popular headlines to the, the show, give our takes on those, open up discussion on that, interact with you guys in the comments because we do stream this live on YouTube Wednesday nights at seven. So uh, be sure to subscribe there and hit the notification bell so that you get uh, get the notifications, find the show, all, all of the past episodes that we've had in this current run are on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I am streaming currently to the Mike the Cop YouTube page just to let people know this show exists and if you're interested in it, then by all means, um, you can watch it here. We're going to stream this episode here, but you can also make sure you hop on over to YouTube or audio, whichever you prefer, and get into the mix. All right. Uh, with that, the format of the show, again, is we we usually a little smoke and joke a little bit, catch up on life. You get to know me, know Dave, know what's going on in our lives if you care. If you don't care, why are you watching the show? Don't know. But... That's what we do. Then we dive into the articles. We'll give our takes. And uh, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. And it's just real. And uh, if you like the show, then you're, you're our kind of people, I guess. So, Well, we are talking about politics, uh, kind of this, uh, this podcast. So it's clearly one big joke tonight. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, video's out of sync. Everything's off. Yeah, I apologize, guys. It's just... I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm in a new office space, and it, there's not there's nothing I can do. the The internet is just absolute hot garbage uh, here. So we're dealing with it, and the show must go on. I've even I went to T-Mobile, uh, and by I do me, notice I mean that Sherry um, went to T-Mobile, and she picked up uh, like a hotspot thing. What do you notice? Uh, well, because you're you're breaking up, obviously, and I didn't want to say I didn't want to say anything, but I do recall a lot of shit talking when my internet wasn't working very well from both of you, and I mean here I am, and rightly so. Clear. I I have yeah. not I have not I've not shunned 
I've not shunned <laughs> the internet mocking. I have it. I have it coming. There's no doubt about it. So, um, what I'm going to do real quick is I am going to I am going to shift networks and see if it's more stable or less stable on the other one. So, I you may lose me. You may not. I don't know. Stay connected. Yeah. And and while while that's happening, I'm going to actually just go through so on uh I get like the uh the news on for Apple. And I got to tell you, I this is not stuff that I pull up. This is just something that happens uh generally for me. So Mike, if you got to do your thing, just do your thing and I'll talk to the good people okay. uh, uh of, of the podcast. Um so I just want to read some Am of I the back? ridiculous you sound good. You look good. That was quick. I'm, I'm, I I'm back. Gonna... Yeah, I just I, think, I just switched yeah. internet. Yeah, no, I mean it's. I will. We'll, we'll, you, you seem. We'll good. see. If maybe I'm the only one here at the offices, so maybe maybe it'll uh, it'll calm down. All mm. right. So, yeah. did you want me to hijack what you're doing, or do you want to do? No, no. Let me let me just read. So you know, obviously, we have a lot. There's a lot going on in the news. There's a, there's a lot going on in the news. One thing that yeah, I I've, I've picked out three articles for us. Yeah. And I have a couple other things I'd like to kind of discuss that are probably in relation to that. But I did want to read you my news articles on my the pop up on my Apple on my Apple News, um, because okay. this is what Apple wants us or wants me to to read about. And I can tell you this. I don't I don't follow any of this, which is why I don't know why they're pushing this so hard on me. Uh, the first one is uh, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes going back to work together after GMA three firing. I don't even know. I don't what even that know what is. that means. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I don't know what GMA three is. Um, so, and here's the ne- very next one down. Shit's Creek star Emily Hampshire apologizes for Johnny Depp Amber Heard Halloween costume. Ooh, I- I'm not going to oh, click that's... that. I think it's ridic- no. I'm not. You know what I mean? Um, and the next one. Friends creator recalls why she was concerned about Matthew Perry at Friends reunion. Everybody like, knows. <clears throat> I mean, it's just, it's just ridiculous. This is the Marvel, something about Marvel. Nate uh, Bargatze, Bargatz. He's, he's a funny dude, I guess. I don't know his, how to pronounce his last name. SNL rating soar to season high. Carrie Ann Inaba on Dancing with the Stars Halloween from blah, 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 Gomez to Barry Williams. Like, why is all... <laughs> I don't I don't follow entertainment. I don't watch like any of that stuff. Why do I get all of this stuff when all of my stuff that Are I you look sure? up because it seems to be curated I, for you. Especially I know for you. I, Are you sure? I, hey, if it was, I honestly I would admit it. I would just say, you know what? This is I have a real problem. I got a real, real problem. And I just I need help. And that would be my plea. But this is not the I swear to God, it's not the case. So anyway. So, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Well, so actually, let me give me we've been down a couple weeks what have you been oh, yeah, up to yeah. what have you been up to man um not, not nothing traveling i was <laughs> i went to san diego and hated it other than other than the fact that it was 71 and sunny oh yeah you know? that's nice like that was nice but dude like it, people's attitudes there in general there was just a general air of jerkness to <laughs> to the people I don't know what it was like just from whether you stopped in a coffee shop or whether you went to eat somewhere or whatever. It was just, there was just a general air of, of, of jerkiness and I did not enjoy it. And I thought that the East coast had the bad rap for attitudes, but yeah, I was going to say, East, was it like I'm a, dude, New I'm York just an East coast mind? guy. Like I, I love the coastal vibe. I love going to Florida. I love that laid back 
beach type feel or I can be in you know like a, a New York City or a, a you know Philadelphia like I can be in a, a city environment or I can be in a beach okay. environment I think I'm an east coast kind of a guy like give me get me east of the Mississippi and I'm I'm a happier camper of old um, miss you mean but yes am I, am I crooked ladder old miss and Ooh. it was super expensive we went to breakfast at a hotel and uh got breakfast for four it was 200 holy crap and we're not talking we're talking a we're talking a hotel buffet like scrambled oh eggs God. a bagel you know what i'm saying like we're not talking about a, 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 you're breaking up i don't know some like kind of like world-class we're not talking about world-class pancakes or something we're yeah. talking about just breakfast it was two hundred dollars so would uh, if it was yeah. like pancakes, Mike? Would it be like so? If you're talking about like really fancy pancakes, would they be hot cakes at that point, or is that like more of a lesser pancake? <laughs> what about crepes? <laughs> Just really thin pancakes. <laughs> crepes with Nutella is actually good. That might have been you're worth fifty dollars a person. Oh my gosh! So that's really it, man. I, I I'm trying to recover from that and catch up after being out of town for that real estate conference and. Uh, yeah, just got back and cranking away lots of, lots of family stuff going on. And November is about the busiest month of the year. There is, is it really? we're just working on the schedule. I, I don't have a single day in November where I do not, I mean, obviously like you got work stuff, but even outside of work, every single weekend day in, in November is spoken for. It's like mm. crazy busy, which wow. I'm, I'm grateful for. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a happy life. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's just yeah. uh, it is busy. busy. So that's uh, that's been me. What about you? Uh, well, as you know, a couple of weeks ago I went to Game Hole Con, in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, for all I knew you nerds. were going, but I didn't yeah. hear a report of how it was. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was fantastic. I really did enjoy it. I I, I enjoy hanging out with those guys, and uh, you know, Joyce and Ben went uh, to visit Joyce's sister who lives in Madison and her mom as well. And uh, yeah, it was it was just nice. It was nice to all be able to kind of go out that way. And and we, I mean, we separated for a bit. And I even met them for lunch one time. And yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Now I've just been back to work, working as a non. And you're liking your new job. Yeah, I I do, I do like my new job. You seem you seem less stressed. I got I I, I gotta am. say this job uh, looks good on you, Dave. Well, that yeah, I mean yeah. I, I I try to wear, wear it well. <laughs> and then uh, we we solidified plans. I think we're like ninety percent of the way there for for a triple date coming up soon, right? Trying, trying. Well, Joyce yeah, doesn't know I mean, about it, and Angelo's been, you know, he doesn't know I'm sandbagging a little bit. So I even <laughs> said I was sandbagging. Yeah, yeah. You even so, said you were sandbagging, but I, I, I truly said it. the The plan is a five finger five finger death. Five, Five Finger Death Punch and Metallica concert here in, in Detroit to to hang out there mm-hmm. together. So that's coming up. That'll be fun. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice. It would be we'll nice. See, uh, we'll see, see what the comes old together. Gang again. I really Drag the old guys. ball and chains out. That's right. You know. <laughs> so. But yeah. other than that, everything's been good. I'm wearing, my, I'm wearing a special shirt today. Did I ever Ooh, tell you about a, this shirt? Police shirt. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. It's, I know. It's. 
It's it's because I was lazy, and normally I just wear this to this like relax in, which again is my new my new man, mantra. I don't know what they call that, but um, <laughs> but this shirt was okay. So years years back, uh, when this shirt first came out, this was for the uh, the Dallas, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. officers <clears throat> that were involved. I think it was five was it five officers were killed. Yes, yeah, and. Uh, when that happened, my it was around my birthday time, and I went out with some some friends, <clears throat> some of them who are still f- really good friends, and some of them who are not. And we were supposed to like get an Airbnb. It was in I think it was in Ann Arbor. Joyce would know better. And uh, it was my it was I think it was actually my birthday. It was where they were celebrating my birthday or whatever. We were out to eat, having some drinks, and we kind of got in this discussion with law enforcement and violence or or whatever. And it was very strange. It was a really weird night because they just started trying to pile on me, um, which was really unusual. I know when alcohol gets involved, like sometimes people get a little bit louder about certain things or whatever. But um, they started kind of piling on me. They're my, those, they're, the group is somewhat liberal, clearly, as you can, like, as I'm going to tell the story, retell the story. And uh, they just started hammering on me. Like, I, it was it was to the point where, like, it was... It was hurtful. Like I, it's, I know it sounds kind of dumb to say, but during that time, uh, you know, I, I was a police officer, and we were all, I think, as as law enforcement and law enforcement family and friends, kind of uh, going through some stuff at that point. When those five officers were killed, that was a big freaking deal, mm-hmm. and how how they neutral, we'll call it say neutralized, how they killed the bad guy was with a freaking robot with explosives, and there was some kind of kickback about that right i mean if Mm. it was it was somewhat brief but in the end you can really only argue it so much because they they did the job but that night it was it was so like bad that joyce and i went home we didn't even stay at the airbnb we just it just wasn't a thing and haven't talked to one of the couples since because it was it got that bad like they were just it was nonstop. they were hammering on me um, about police and all that, knowing what I do, and know, they've known me for a long time. And uh, weirdly enough, like I don't know if it was the next day or 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 the day after that, it was very close to that. This shirt arrived in the mail. Now I, I was like, I, I didn't know who it came from. It just like shows up at our door <clears throat> mm-hmm. in a package, and uh, I'm I was like, man, who who got me this shirt? I you know I had no idea, no no clue whatsoever. I started asking, kind of asking around. Finally, a, a, a another couple, pretty conservative couple, uh, like finally fessed up. Like, yeah, we we got it for you. We just thought that it'd mean a lot to you and, and all that. And it was so crazy because, like, all of a sudden, and these were somewhat newer friends compared to these old friends that I had that really kind of hammered me that night. And it was just such a weird experience. Like, it was it was nice. I, I keep this shirt. I really love wearing this shirt because. It was nice to see somebody actually like not hammering on me for Christ's yeah. sake, you know what I mean? And, and that they supported me, they supported my family, and they supported uh, at that you know my career, my what was really kind of my life. I mean, that's all I did was work and all that. So, yeah. um, so this that's why this shirt actually means a lot. And I don't wear a lot of police shirts. I can tell you, yeah, I don't no, actually don't, don't wear any any police shirts. This is the only one I think I actually have. So. Yeah, Just I don't even. I don't wear police shirts. I'm anti-police now. It's pretty much. I've come full circle. 
<laughs> I wear anti-cop shirts sometimes now. So it's, yeah, uh, I know. Feels I know. good. I saw that Black good. Lives Matter shirt you, you were wearing. That was pretty nice, you know. Well, don't they? Yeah, no. It was an athletic, athletic, uh, athletic <laughs> cut. It was looked very, very nice. Uh, I don't know how you were able to fit into a small. Look so good right now. Yeah, boy, your boys, your boys got some pudge. I've, oh, I've already put the it. winter weight on. My goodness. I know. I put on my winter jacket. I was like, "Good lord!" I was like, "I, I was pissed." I was Joyce. Joyce just like had enough. She's like, "Oh, fucking kidding me!" Like, here we go again. Dave bitching about his fucking weight. You know, like, because I was like, I was actually pissed. I'm like, "A oh, fucking jacket doesn't fucking fit me, my fat ass." So I gotta go. You know. She's like, "Oh, good lord!" Rolling her eyes. Right. <laughs> um, one thing that did happen, and this will lead into our first article. Um, one thing that did happen is we. We landed in San Diego. My uh, my business partner was waiting for me. His flight got in like 40 minutes before mine. So he just kind of like pulled up at a little restaurant or whatever. And we got the got into the Uber, started driving, and we pass the county, uh, San Diego County headquarters, like their municipality. And there's hundreds of people out there. And there was a pro-Israel rally. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... We're like, oh, geez, you know, great. Now, now we we wandered into this. So we get to the Airbnb, we start getting settled in, um, and then we hear boom like an explosion, dude. Yeah. And we're like, you've got to be kidding me. We're now we're here when it all pops off in San Diego, like we're <laughs> right. and where we were standing was literally and it like would. two blocks away. Like it's it was very close, and I was mm. like, oh my gosh, and then. Boom! Another one. I'm like, well, I don't even. I don't have a gun. I've got only my wits about me. I like, which I isn't a, much. Which isn't much, especially after a couple of the pops on the plane. I'm screwed. So we. Uh, so then we see, we're we're literally like thinking there was just two pipe bombs that went off right, right. at this rally or whatever, and then we see the tips of a pirate ship. In like the Bay Area, like sailing through, and they were freaking shooting cannons, like a demonstration <laughs> thing off the side. I'm like, why? Why am I here? What is this place? <laughs> Jack Sparrow's on the freaking front of it. You know, come on, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that, this uh, leads into the Israel thing. So obviously, obviously. Um, well, I didn't really want to talk about Israel first because I wanted to talk about big government. But now that I transitioned, I guess we'll, we'll we can talk about that first, eh? Sure. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Israel first and some stuff about that, and then I I have something that I want to talk about big government. In fact, the title of the episode was "How Big Government Will Not Save Us." What are we, are we ever <laughs> gonna? How we are we ever gonna learn our our lesson? But. Um, Specifically, what I want to share is this um, happening on college campuses. Mm-hmm. So, can't wait to talk about this. This is this is what has been standing out to me lately. Is and the news has been covering a lot of this a variety of like all of the different rallies that are happening around the country, um, and at least what is being portrayed. Mm-hmm. Is that most of the college campuses? I mean, there's there's pro Hamas flags, Taliban flags being flown, like more mm-hmm. pro 
pro-Palestinian. And I kind of want to be somewhat careful about like distinguishing between like a normal random Palestinian, you know, state citizen and mm-hmm. the the terrorist group they elected as their leaders, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, the violence in Israel and Gaza, this is, this is from NPR. And yes, I purposely choose more notoriously liberal news articles to read. That way, I'm not being accused of slanting something toward a conservative bent. I, I do mm-hmm. enjoy looking at other news sources. The violence in Israel and Gaza's heightened tensions on college campuses across the U.S. as student staff administrators grapple with how to respond. Pro-Israel, pro-Palestinian student groups are weighing in online and in person with many of their statements and protests provoking strong reactions. Not shocking. Take the controversy at Harvard, where dozens of students groups signed into or signed onto a letter at the Harvard Palestinian Solidarity, Solidarity Committee. Didn't even know such a thing existed. The day... <laughs> The day Hamas launched its attack on Israel, holding Mm. Israel, quote, entirely responsible for all unfolding Mm. violence. The the letter garnered widespread backlash from students, high-profile alumni, politicians, even the Harvard president. Several groups have since redacted their support of the letter, though some of their members have been doxxed. So in New York, the New York University Student Bar Association wrote that Israel bears full responsibility for this tremendous loss of life. (laughs) Uh, Protesters clashed at schools, University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, Indiana University. uh, People uh, were assaulted. The University of Florida, Vanderbilt, Ohio State, Stanford, Northwestern. So these these are just uh, a variety of colleges uh, universities where these conflicts uh, and protests have been taking place. Uh, New York City had uh, an entire bridge closed down uh, for um, mm-hmm. a demonstration. London had um, 100,000 uh, pro-Palestinian like protesters out, and there was people getting arrested. Germany has seen this. Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of, of festering things in culture over the, the Israel-Palestine thing. And I think we talked about it on our, our last episode, kind of like when this broke. We kind of mm-hmm. talked a little bit about it. But um, yeah, initial thoughts on what we're seeing on particularly college campuses and young thinkers about this. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll tread lightly here. We're looking at a bunch of fucking morons. Um, <laughs> here's here's the problem. Hey, well, <laughs> just be, be a little bit lighter. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to just sugarcoat this. These fucking idiots. Here, here's the problem that I have is that some, these people, these young people, first of all, I'm watching the news, the local news yesterday, and Joyce and I are laughing our asses off because I was like, well, apparently um, the only place where there is uh, like anti-Semitic <laughs> like it, problems and violence is at fucking Columbia and Cornell and like Harvard. I'm like the most like the big like these premier fucking universities <laughs> apparently are are full of such fucking morons. And I in these 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 students are I'm so scared. I did this one person said some really mean things. I, that, I, I swear to God that's exactly how it goes down. I'm thinking, man. I, again, we come back to the you know, words. The words hurt thing, but words are violence. Yeah, but but beyond all of that, this is why you'll see this in the in the college environment because these stupid fucking young kids are are just following blindly 
because they have no concept on how other people live around the world. They just mm-hmm. see things because they because they hate America. And I'm just going to say it. I'm, I'm getting tired of this. They they do they do not like America, even though they rely on the United States for every single luxury that they have or will ever have, mm-hmm. ever. Yes. Um, they still hate America, and that's why they are pro Palestinians. They're not even pro Palestine. They've even said that. They're, they're, these are. This is Hamas, a, a a tyrannical terrorist fucking government, and you don't hear anything about that on this side of the water. It makes no sense to me. So clearly, you're going to have these stupid college kids who are too fucking dumb to wipe their own butts are trying to are trying to have a voice, and it's it's just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, the, um, the the education system at this point is is no longer educating; they're indoctrinating. It's it would seem to me. And what's scary about this, and this this doesn't even go. We we're, honestly, we're not even really actually talking about right who's right and who's wrong on no. this side of the conflict. Leave to do with leave it. that aside. They're just wholesale swallowing yeah, exactly ideology that they don't, they could themselves not even articulate with any sense of objectivity yes. or, or clarity or uh, any, no. any basis in fact. Um, and that's, you could be ignorantly on the, on the right side and also be in the same, in the same situation where you yes. pro- pro- properly couldn't defend your position, True. even though your position is would be technically correct factually. So but that's not what be, what's being projected though. That's no, this, this that is, side is not being projected. This is just um, a lot of raw emotion, uh, raw emotionalism and Big surprise. Um, pop and what I would call pop emotionalism. Like it's, it's just, it's the, it's the in thing to do. And what's scary yes. is that these colleges export culture. They, they ingrain and export it. So these kids go to school and then they go back to their their towns their their jobs their whatever and they take that culture with them so colleges mm-hmm. are places where culture is um ingrained and then exported yes and it's 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 scary to not see intelligent dialogue you know like and maybe this is happening on a debate stage but classic no, classic education would be having debates on these matters they would have well from informed individuals from informed individuals having intelligent debate in which the the students would come they would hear the arguments they would question them um they would interact with one another then they would go out afterwards and continue to discuss it like that happened i i was i was at a university the university of detroit in the early 90s and we had we had debate nights we had nights where issues are being presented at such and such a hall and you know um so i mean i know that it exists um and i know that uh michael j west he said weren't you one of the boots of the big government uh no I don't know what that I, really means we'll just we'll just say no and leave it at, <laughs> leave it at that um because that's not really what we're talking about and um but yeah, it's it's this emotionalism in which most of the time they cannot articulate what it is that they're actually <laughs> chanting for or yeah. not. The other weird thing to me 
is I would have thought, you know, the whole Russia-Ukraine thing, I mean, immediately everyone mm-hmm. just tosses up their Ukraine flag, right? Hey, they got invaded. Yeah. So I'm on the side of the invaded party yeah. because that's not right. That's not nice. Russia's big and mean and evil, and they might be. I'm not saying – this is not a side issue. This is, a, this is an observation about how people pick their sides. Yeah, it's a push a, narrative. So – uh, you change your profile pic on Facebook or whatever. I'm Ukraine. So when I woke up initially to the the invasion of Hamas into Israel, I thought for sure everybody's going to change their their profile pic to Israel now. That's like yeah. now it's all Israel, which from my perspective is like, okay, well, yeah, the government's trying to draw us into another conflict, right? Like I f- – yeah. They are. I, I hold a belief that our yeah. government would be super happy to stay in endless conflicts. Um, yeah. I think it benefits them. But so I thought that that would be the cultural response because that was the cultural response for Ukraine. But instead, oh, yeah. it's like the exact opposite. People are like all of a sudden pro-Palestine when Hamas invades Israel. Like it. It was mind-boggling, not, again, guys that are listening to this, take, replace Israel and, and Palestine with Timbuktu and, and Frolic Land. I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't matter right now for the purpose of this discussion. It's, it is about how quickly people flopped based on pop information being fed to them, like, like your news thing you know your apple news tells you this is what you're supposed to this is what you're supposed to care about well everybody told them this is uh this is what you're supposed to care about when it comes to this conflict and even though ideologically it's the exact opposite of what you just had yeah. it doesn't matter no i i mike i i fully agree I, again i get pissed because <clears throat> we have a bunch of sheep out there who, who refuse to think for themselves I have full respect. I have more respect for somebody who's uh, who considers themselves Palestinian, lives in this country, has family members over in, in Gaza right now who's up in arms in the United States because I fully understand they, they, they understand the actual situation. Not just that, but they are also in full agreement on the culture there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, little white Nancy it little little white Robbie, you know, from the suburbs has no clue what happens in other countries. They have yeah. no clue that a, just let's go back a year and go to Gaza a year ago. First of all, they were always lobbing shit at each other one way or the other. This has been a this has been a, ongoing and the whole steel land and all this other stuff. It's, it's all it's all ridiculous bullshit. But the problem we have is that these young kids buy into it. But I'll tell you what. I, I challenge, I'm not going to do it. Fuck that. I challenge all these young kids to go to Gaza in, as long as Hamas stays in, in rain there in Gaza, which it, I'm not sure that's going to happen or not. But because there's going to be an, I guarantee there's going to be an occupation. There's probably going to be a lot of guerrilla stuff going on. But, you know, um, but go back a year. Go to Gaza. Try to live there. For one year, try to live in Gaza, <laughs> and you tell me 
how free the United States is and how much, oh, the, that the United States states is, is just sons of bitches, bastards. I get it. I'm, I'm, I am anti-politics myself. I don't like our, our big-ass government either. But it's the greatest place on earth. And when you, all you do is say, look, I'm going to choose this side because, you know, America's doing this or whatever. It's just all bullshit. It's all bullshit. I hate it's just it annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, I'm uh I'm trying to uh put this see if I can uh get this picture to to load in here because I think it's so um typical. This represents to me the the thinking of modern college campus kids. And this isn't like a broad stroke to say every college kid. No. But this this photo encapsulates the nonsense with exactly what you were ignorance. just saying. What this photo is, if you're just listening, is you have somebody who has the, the Palestinian flag and then behind them is being waved the rainbow flag, the pride flag or whatever. And the, the amount of ignorance this displays is quite staggering, honestly, because wherever your stance on homosexuality is or queer queer behavior whatever whatever your stance is objectively speaking it is a in in any state in any muslim state that muslim uh ideology or theology or law is imposed all of it you are you are going to be arrested and killed for practicing homosexuality. So the <laughs> idea so that they're holding both flags at the same time in unity and, and they're not they're not holding the flag out saying one day we'll all come together. No, no, no. No. They're holding them out as though this is this makes sense. This is who we support. But it does not. It does not make sense. So again, the point of what this brief conversation we're having about this isn't even the conflict itself or who's right and wrong. It no. is about it is about how Ignorant. easily the minds of people on our college campuses are being molded to export this culture of ignorance. Like a culture of <laughs> ignorance. Let me let me tell you. Um there was also something else I noticed. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist guy here. I'm, you know, I'm not normally like that. But I got to tell you, the past, I say, four or five days, and I think that I sent you one of those on Instagram, too, where there's rubble. There are, there are angry Palestinian men mm -hmm. beating their chests mm -hmm. and digging from the rubble a child. You know, and what I've just quickly started noticing is that, first of all, it's very odd that there are still children in Gaza to me. Very, very odd. Because when you look around on the major, like when they bring the cameras out, there's like 300 adult males. And then all of a sudden, there's like this clip where they're unburying this, well, I'll say a four or five year old out of like an inch of rubble and they've already been recording it and they bring this child out who's just like a little dusty and all that stuff and I'm going and I've seen this more, more often than not I'm thinking where do these fucking kids come from and why are they why can't they just sit up in this little pile of rubble that they're in? like it's a like 
I've seen this like it probably four times. Ask Joyce. We I've been laughing about yeah. it for the past four or five days. I'm thinking, well, how much th- of this is manufactured? A, uh, there was a guy that was uh, caught faking. He was in a hospital bed. It, the The EKGs are not even hooked up to anything real. Like it's it's a f- guy fake survived a bombing. He was he was fine. He was just literally faking it in a hospital bed. So. Yeah. Exactly. You don't know what you're seeing and it's real. And that goes both ways because I've I heard, agree with that. I've heard, oh, they cut the heads off of a baby. I didn't see that. No, they didn't show any of that. Really? Where's that at? That was one person that said that happened. Where's the where's the photos? Where's yeah, I was that? Gonna say, you, I don't you know, know that would have been released. I know that would have been released. Yeah. Supposedly they killed 40 babies. Where's there's no evidence Lopped of that. Lop their heads off. I know that that was reported though, and everybody was, and so then the other side is like they slaughtered forty babies. I I don't know that they did. Like yeah, I don't I, I don't know. We're we are very very far removed. And what's what is insanely annoying to me, and we'll move on. It's because this is a good transition into the government discussion we're gonna have. The same people who say, you can't trust mainstream media, they're lying to us, they're pushing the big pharma narrative, the, the Fauci, ouchy, all this stuff, whatever it is that they are, we, they can't be trusted. These, this uniparty, the conservatives are no better than the Democrats, they're just shoving this agenda down our throats to keep us. Those same people are now shouting from the top that we've gotta back Israel and we've gotta do this falling right into the uniparty message about what we need to do with our forces. Yeah. How do you distinguish truth from reality in this, in this bizarro world? Especially now, because even AI and not that people are that they're using AI, but like you can replace somebody's face and make movies now. I mean, it's not even a, a, a question of whether that technology exists, which is why a lot of what are the, the writers are strike is happening. Um, which, because it's partially, there is an AI uh, issue to that as well um, mm-hmm. because of the writing. And I'm thinking, man, it's, again, it's, it's really, it's very troubling because we don't know what's, what's truth or, or fiction anymore because technology is so good and we are only being exposed to what they want to expose us I to. I saw a clip the other day of Unreal Engine 5. There was a, it was like, a cityscape like a like an apocalyptic scene with a car on fire if if it wouldn't have said this was built in unreal engine 5 i would have just thought it was a car on fire i mean it's so wow. so realistic unreal I, and to think that the gov- to think that the government that just 2 years ago everyone was saying well, you can't trust all of a sudden just because it's Israel is now like, you know what, guys, we're coming clean. We're going to be the most trustworthy thing you've ever seen. What, yeah. what do you think changed? Yeah. And that doesn't even, it's not even an issue of conspiracy. It's just like, I, 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 I just, I just don't under, understand how people are so easily able to draw such fast lines on something that we don't really have that great of a grasp on. Yeah, yeah, I, so, I I fully agree, Mike. All right. So that said, um, people people think that big government is going to be the answer. 
Yes. People, people oh. think maybe you're one of them. Uh, big government <laughs> is going to save us, right? And I don't know when we're when we're going to learn this lesson. I don't know what it's going to take for American Americans to learn this lesson that big government is not the answer, right? So this article that I found from Reuters, big government will drive the next market cycle. Is that good that big government would be in the driver's seat of, uh, of things? I don't know. <laughs> London, October 31st, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Ronald Reagan's declaration when he took over the US presidency. And that is why a lot of people like Ronald Reagan. Uh, in January 1981, single the start of a new economic era steered by markets and enterprises rather than the state. The 2008 financial crisis marked a temporary return to public intervention, but the global pandemic followed by the invasion of Ukraine may represent a more lasting turning point. And I would like to point out that the World Economic Forum has, has stated intentions of globalism, right? That's, that's what we're talking about here. There's the, the, ide the idea that nationalism and patriotism is bad mm -hmm. and and globalism is good is what is is essentially the two sides of this and reagan's uh, adherence to free market principles promoted by the likes of milton friedman and followed by other leaders such as britain's margaret thatcher brought profound change to the global economy after the protectionism stagnant growth and runaway inflation of the 70s the doctrine known as Reaganomics promoted free trade, deregulation, fiscal austerity, and smaller welfare state. Those ideas coincided with an expansion of international commerce. World trade went from one-fourth of the global economy to over half last year. According to World Bank data, growth picked up while acquiescent infl inflation permitted interest rates to fall. The 2008 financial crisis partially reversed those trends. On and on it goes. Um... But this chart shows industrial policy interventions are rising around the world. I mean, just look at from 2010, policy, mm. it, government policy intervention, even in, in just the last 13 years, yeah, has wow. skyrocketed, right? The International Monetary Fund predicts the U.S. government's cyclically adjusted budget deficit, excluding the effects of economic gyrations and expenditures and revenues will remain above 7% of GDP until 2028. As recently as 2014, that was 2.7%. So uh, there's just a lot going on. This is kind of gets a little bit economic class wise. Mm -hmm. But the whole, the whole thing that stood out to me is that what is driving the market? Bigger government mm -hmm. and, and bigger government intervention. And I don't know when we're going to, I don't know when we're going to learn because we, uh, we talked about this in the past in other projects, but um, the Revolutionary War was sparked by way, way, way less taxation. <laughs> than, than way, less. Yeah. way less. Way less. Yeah. But yeah, I, I digress. What what are what are your thoughts? Well, I, okay, so um, it's it's weird that we started kind of talking about this because today, which is why I kind of responded the way I did in my text. Cause you're like, what do you want to talk about today? <clears throat> was because I saw that the Fed uh, was leaving their interest rates; they're mm -hmm. not they're not changing them, 
And yeah. I just it made me laugh because I, immediately I thought of big government. Now we talk about the Fed is not the government, but we know that it really is. It's it's essentially sure. <clears throat> it's a, by all. It's the way the government manages all the money without yeah. the government. Managing without, all without the government <laughs> oversight, without any oversight without, from yes, yeah. exactly to to so, escape the necessity of of Congress holding the purse. Yeah, and if and if you disagree with that, then I mean you are you are always entitled to your wrong dis, you know opinion. You are you're always entitled to it, even if it's yes. dead wrong. But it made me laugh because I was thinking that very thing. I said, the Fed decides our interest rate, and why do they do that? Why? I mean, you tell me, Mike. Why? Why would the Fed change our interest rates? What are they trying to do? I mean, they're just trying to make things better for us, right? They're trying to save us. Yeah. Right. They're trying but to I improve. Mean, they're trying to trying to implement Bidenomics, which is good for everybody. Well, but but that's the thing, right? Like, so they're hoping that higher interest rates are going to do what in the end? They're going to slow down purchases, right? So they're they're trying, trying to, to manipulate. trying to manipulate inflation. Yeah. They're trying yeah. to manipulate. They're not trying. See, that's and I think inflation. The idea of inflation in, in in is is really funny because it's not really doing any of that. I, I, the thing is, is they're trying to make it so people don't spend money by increasing the interest rate of the loans that you. I, do we not see this? Like, do we not? Is there not an understanding that the Fed just arbitrarily decides what to, how our interest rates are going to be set, whether up or down, on how they want the economy to run? Right? It just does that not just seem a little bit weird to you? Yeah. Like well, immediately I was just started laughing about big government. The, the Fed is able to again. This is over oversight of us by a private entity in the hands of the government. It's a very weird yeah. thing. But um, when when you just spend money, <laughs> like on, on wars, for example, um, and you just start saying, oh, well, we're going to give, I'm asking Congress for a hundred million. Okay, well, or a hundred billion. Where, yeah. Where, where's that coming from? Like, we don't, like, I feel like the Fed is kind of like in this sinking ship, just like there. How many fingers does the Fed have to plug, hole, plug holes? Like what's going on? Like, you can't give away more money that doesn't exist. So we can't, we can't, we can't allow a more uh, purchase-rich environment while you're deflating the dollar yeah. into nothingness. It doesn't make any sense. It's so. <laughs> it's just the whole idea of it's just laughable, and here yet here we are. Here we are. We are, we are completely fine. I know these people are thought that they're fucking insane. The guys are like, let's go back to the the gold standard, or, you know, all that stuff. When we tease that, that's fine. But holy crap, what did we get ourselves into? And how? I mean, this is just ridiculous. And they were actually yeah. just talking about because they they said they left the uh, interest rates unchanged, but they were actually going to bump it up again. So yeah. like it wasn't going to go down, Mike. We know this. It wasn't going to go down. They actually no. said, "My We're thinking I bring it, it up like it another eighth go, or something." It can't go down until um, we get more workers. Until more people are <laughs> doing worse, <laughs> then they can can lower it. Um, but well, can I can I tell you something about that? Because the, what you just said 
is kind of like a segue into partially what I wanted to talk about also with big, big government and kind of like the manipulation that's that's there. Because I don't think that anybody will argue that it is hard to find good help nowadays. And it's that's not just an old-timey saying from an mm-hmm. old white dude. I mean, I'm I'm being serious when I say that the all the the businesses that I've been involved with, uh, Sterling Heights had great difficulty hiring. Um, mm-hmm. Where uh, it, where I worked for the security firm that I work for, it was it, extremely hard to find bodies. Mm-hmm. And where I am now, it's still very hard to find people to work. Um, I don't know if this is a normal cycle because this is the worst that I've seen this. Uh, and and I wanted to see where, why is this happening? <clears throat> I, first of all, I have no answer as to why it is happening. But I can tell you this, that as, as the White House like claims that they're, they're providing jobs and this is happening and everything is, is going great, I started looking into... Uh, some of the bureau, like the Bureau of Labor and and statistics, and I went to bls.gov. Uh, this was for 2019 because I was actually kind of curious as to what was our unemployment uh, in 2019. So right before COVID hit, mm-hmm. and this mar- came out in uh, this was from April 20th. So when we know that it had already been kind of an issue, COVID had hit hit really hard. It's a job market remains tight in 2019 as the unemployment rate falls to its lowest ever since 1969. So when Trump was in office, and I'm not saying that oh, it was just because of Trump, what I'm saying is, is, is we're talking about cycles here. The U.S. labor market uh, remained strong in 2019 as the unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, the lowest rate since 1969. Both the employment population ratio and the civilian labor force participation rate increased over the year, levels of long-term joblessness and involuntary part-time employment continued to trend down. Now, from that, I looked at our the Bureau of Labor. Uh, the data, bls.gov, is pretty clear on this. There is a graph, and we know that in January, February, March uh, 2020, that it went up to about 13, almost 14%. We, we all know that, right? And that's kind of when... Uh, he took over when Biden, the Biden administration took over. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and everything from that time on was a down tick uh, all the yeah. way up into like m- mid 2022. Um, although unemployment is starting to go back up again. Uh, but it was already on the downtrend even since 2013. So it's and then then of course COVID hit, and I just see it like you read it in social media. Uh, the White House uh, puts it all out there as well that Biden is doing such a great job with unemployment, and I can tell you this that that his employment or his unemployment did hit uh, 3.5 in December of 2022. Uh, 3.4% in January, uh, 34 and 3.6%. And it's now it's, it's on the uptick. Uh, this is, uh, just goes through September. It's actually at 3.8. So, but I can tell you that they're going to, they, they keep saying that it's the lowest in its history and all that other stuff. And it's actually just not, it's not true. Yeah. But I can not. tell you that the, the only reason that I, my guess, the only reason that this in unemployment went down again well, first of all, they weren't. They had to stop paying out 
<laughs> free money. But these people are now having to get paid more because they didn't want to go back to work. So that was creating, not creating jobs. It was people returning to work uh, for better pay. Because I can tell you where I worked uh, with Securitas, they, uh, they had no choice but to raise the pay $3 an hour. Uh, so because they, could, they couldn't find anyone and still to this day, still had a hard time filling the seats. I mean, I'm just curious as to how much of the, the, the decrease in unemployment is due to the fact that now we have to pay so much more than we did before. And of course, which is doing what? All of our, all the price of all of our shit has gone up. There shouldn't be any human being on the planet Earth that doesn't say, well, shit. I'm paying so much more for gas. My fucking groceries are out of this fucking world. Like my my utilities are up. Everything is up. And yet I I even my pay raises never kept up with the inflation that we've had so far. It just makes no sense to me. What do you think yeah. about that? I mean I don't I don't find any fault uh in what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it's uh, they they always lie. They always say, "Oh, this is the best it's been," or "This is great," or "This is unprecedented." And it's like, and people believe you know, it, and they don't and look into it. Five minutes on Google, uh, you can find out. Which is it, the, that's what's really crazy, crazy, baffling. Right? Is in the age where more information is available than ever, we seem dumber than ever. Why is yeah. that? I don't know. Like just a, a sheer reliance on, on that. You know, we're entertaining ourselves to death or whatever else. But I have, uh, it's I guess a theory uh, about why we trust big government. And there is a, uh, there's a Catholic author, G.K. Chesterton. And uh, he wrote some amazing stuff. But he, he he's, known for a quote, uh, once abolish the God and the government becomes the God. And so people will unquestioningly serve their God. Um, oh yeah. We're, we're, we are, as, as creatures, we are wired to worship. We're wired for it. And so in the absence of a commitment to a god uh, or the god, <laughs> discuss that later. But um, the government is viewed as the savior. You you have sickness, the government can help me. You have hunger, the government provides. Yeah. You have um, transportation issues, the government does that. I, I don't know how to educate my kids. Don't worry, the government can do that for you. Single, you know, it's, fan, single single parent household. I will be your the other spouse. Yes, I I will fill in where the man let you down. Like where there's a shortage. It's, yeah, it's um, it, it is a, it is a crazy phenomena. But that's that's why that's why we'll trust it. That's why we'll trust it when it contradicts itself or when it doesn't deliver. Right? Do we have do we have increasing numbers of people in hunger in this country? Do we have it's the same thing like we had that mass shooting in Maine, for example. All this coverage, 
But then a mass shooting happened in Tampa the next week. No one said a word about that. True. No one said a word about 15 people in a mass shooting in Chicago that, that week. No one said a thing about it. We didn't hear about it. I mean, it could be because the perpetrators were black in that case and the perpetrator in Maine was white. Could be that. But mm-hmm. there's just inconsistencies on every side. But it, the government is going to save us. They come out and they say, like, the solution is this. We're, we're going to end gun violence. Like, we're going to bring peace. And uh, obviously, that doesn't happen. But that's what they want. If you give us even more power, the problem is, the problem is you, we can't deliver on the results we want to give you because you don't give us enough power. If you yeah. just gave us everything, we could give you everything in return. Yeah. And we just need more. We just need more. And look how that has turned out for the nations and peoples who have done that and the empires who have done that in history. Yeah. Yeah. And again, more information about the, the fall of empires and the fall of nations and, and the fall of leaders um, in history. More information is available than ever. Yeah. And yet we we fail to uh, we fail to pay attention to it. So big big government is not coming to save you. And you know who else isn't coming to save us? Who? Matthew Perry. Oh no. Yeah, he's he's oh. not coming to save us. <laughs> he's swimming with the fishes. I uh yeah, sorry sorry guys. Um if uh, if that was a little too raw for you, too raw, uh, <laughs> too raw, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's not the right screen that I want to share. Hold on a second. Stop screen share. I'm Is gonna... this gonna be a, a Perry uh, meme or something? No, no, no. I'm I'm not putting any memes up. But uh, I just thought this <laughs> interesting as often. And I'll ask a couple of questions about what your t- what your take is. But um, this article is how the investigation did determine how Matthew Perry died. This is like the pop, this is like a pop news that I'll throw out oh, there God. for us okay. to discuss. Um, oh, hours hours before he died at his specific palisades. I mean, how how the, the the title just cracked me up. Inside the investigation did it turn It's not going to be hard. This isn't difficult. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like It's not. You're right. You're, you're right. right. Inside the investigation. Guys, by investigation, they mean a completely standard procedure in which they're taking his body to the morgue and a doctor is going to cut him open, take his blood, look around, test the blood and see the cause and determine Sew the cause back of death. Up. There's, there's no investigation. There's no, there's no um, evidence of foul play. Um, it's just, and, and it, that is, no what, it, is, it is what it is, right? There was, uh, just to bring you up to speed, there was no drugs found at the location or whatever else. Um, but that, the fact that they need to devote an entire article to s- inside the investigation. Like, no, there's no investigation even <laughs> happening. Like, what are you talking about? It's not extensive work ahead, it says. <laughs> like, experts say the team <laughs> will work extensively. Work. It'll take a couple of months to complete. Why That's does math... True. Why, it doesn't. It doesn't take that long. And why would Matthew Perry be more deserving of two months of attention on his autopsy than, you know, my Aunt Maud? Why? <laughs> Who also died in a hot tub. Like, what does it matter? Like, Did you say your Aunt Maud? Yeah. In a, in a hot tub? 
Harvey I wish said. That was true. I'm not going to be. Craig Harvey, a retired chief of coroner, said an autopsy may have answered a lot of fundamental questions about his body. Yeah, no yeah. shit, or all Sherlock. Or all the questions about his body. Yes, <laughs> I just <clears throat> listen. You can oh if, if you're a if you're a relative of Matthew Perry and or you're someone that was close to him. Yeah, death stings. It sucks, right? I just lost a cousin uh, in the family a couple weeks ago. Like, had to go to the funeral. Like, d- death sucks. It's I'm not I'm not I'm not making light of the fact that people have to endure this in this in this life, and it's not not easy. But what's funny is again, I I saw someone. I saw people commenting on it. I'm devastated. Like, why are you? De- why are you devastated? Why are Why are you devastated? Someone else put that, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna read it, which means I'm you're, also gonna out this person. You're devastated. Come they won't. On. They They don't listen to the show. But uh, let me see. I want I want you. To, I, you gotta hear this. And and this is not. This was not something that. Uh, was unique to this one person. <laughs> okay. My heart is shattered. It feels like a part of me. This is someone that does not know Matthew Perry, okay? It feels like a part of me has been taken away by this tragic news. I usually don't post Ooh, about okay. celebrities, but Matthew Perry was just a part of my upbringing. Like... I, a part of me has been t- my heart is shattered. I just That's like really interesting. Uh, all right. I guess like I feel nothing, and you know I yeah. feel nothing because and I even said, listen. In all fairness, when I die, I fully expect instead of a normal viewing the night before my funeral, it is the roast of Mike Edwards, and yeah. I want my I want my friends to roast me. Yes. We, I want everybody to, decided on that. I want everybody to be in a room together, have a great time, and just rip on me. I mean, go to town. Let laugh it up. Have at it. Get a jab in before the casket's in the ground. Have fun. <laughs> I expect this treatment. I expect memes about my death immediately. Please. <laughs> so I started sharing... <laughs> There's some pretty savage memes out there and gifts and all that stuff. And uh, yes, there are. But what what do you think about this uh, celebrity death sort of okay. thing in culture? So I will. I'll tell you a little bit of my story, and I feel like I've I've told this story a little bit before. Now, um, as when it comes to actors, I I don't feel much of anything for them. I like I I've always said just just dance for me. I don't want to hear your political opinions i don't want to do it just dance for me um and entertain me but so i can understand just okay, so dance do, do, yeah do, do, right that's it just dance but when we when we're talking about actors first of all it's not like this it's not like matthew perry had done anything relevant he, he this this wasn't like in the heyday of friends like that you know and and so you know he he was again unless they knew him personally he wasn't a guy who was always out there relaying his stuff. We know that he had some uh, some drug and I think alcohol problems, um, and yeah. he did some other stuff. And I and I get that, but but at what point, like you know, 
I, I do have to say, so when, uh, you know, we've talked about Drew and Mike. Um, they were a, a Detroit, like, yeah. a duo. And uh, Drew and Mike were kind of, like, booted off uh, the riff for um, for a, a, a cheaper clown act, um, Dave yeah. and Chuck the Freak. <clears throat> and if you like Dave and Chuck the Freak, you're just not my kind of person, I guess. I don't know. Maybe... David Chuck the Freaker, like every other morning show in every town, you can literally drop yeah. drop into any major metropolitan area, turn on the radio, scan it, and you will find that they, town's version of yes. those people. They, they that are the epitome. Not, that was not the case with Drew and Mike. At all. But they were like the, the uh, David Chuck the Freaker are like the epitome of 90s shock jocks that people make fun of nowadays, how yeah. overbearing they were. Um. But Drew and Mike, I mean, I, I, and I was talking to my buddy Greg when, when this whole thing happened, but it was weird because Drew and Mike were very, like, personable. Like, you knew, like, everything that was going on in their lives with their, their other halves and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And so when they got taken off the air, they started a podcast. And Mike became ill and he died. Mm-hmm. Um, he got really sick. And even during that time, he was very, like, he tried to be on, but he was having like I think it was esophageal issues or whatever, and he ended up passing away. And I'll be honest, I was bummed, but I, 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 I my life wasn't shattered, but I was bummed because I was like, man, this is a it's crazy because he wasn't an actor; he was a real person, and um, he he like for fifteen years I he drove home. He we drove home with him in the morning. You know what I mean? Like right. that was like yeah. who. He, he he's the guy who got me home alive and not falling asleep because I worked midnights, you know, laughing or whatever. So I yes, I was I I can say that I was bummed for a few days. Like I was like, why am I feeling kind of bummed? And I feel like okay, maybe it was because of that. But like my my life was certainly wasn't shattered. And Mike wasn't a like I said, he wasn't an actor. He wasn't putting on an act. Um, you, you just felt like you kind of knew him. It'd be like, yeah. honestly, Mike, if if one of us passed away, you can imagine the people who like us, uh, who listen to us, would be sobbing. They would be tearing. Yeah, they would be tearing their clothes um, and and you know praying to whatever god uh, or help gods. me, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, so maybe there is a little difference in there. But yeah, I mean, I, I guess he hadn't been relative for a long time, and so I'm not sure exactly why. I watched Friends like so, everybody else, like multiple. Yeah, times. like I, I, I'm, I, I, I get it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, obvi- the the reality but you can still is watch that the shows. Yeah, there's there's a the closer someone is to you in real life, the the, the weightier the loss is going to yeah. be. That's just the gravity, the natural gravity of death. That's just how it is. If someone has nothing to do with you, like, it's just, like I think there's, there's a certain sense that you could be upset, like, uh, objectively from someone, like, maybe in a, in a position, right? Like, but even then, I still don't understand. I don't understand the mentality. Like when JFK was assassinated, people were like sobbing in the yeah. street. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even know that I can relate to that very much, other than the fact that it's like the office. Like maybe, maybe the fabric of how the office is tied to our national identity and that kind of yeah, thing. Right. Like, may, maybe there I could see like 
boy, wow, this really hits me hard. Like this is a big thing for America. And you're recognizing the gravity yeah. of, you're recognizing the gravity of the situation, not so much the man, right? Because no JFK, I mean, a, a, a womanizing dude that took us to the brink of, of end of civilization. Like, you know, like <laughs> nobody, nobody cared about him. Like yeah. on a, in a general day-to-day basis. Come on, man. You yeah. know, it's uh yeah, it's just a it's a weird phenomena, but these the headlines of people reaching to just say anything for the sake of saying something to be caught on a headline, like trying to make it sound like an autopsy is this detailed investigation <laughs> of whatever else. Mike, maybe and, it is. Uh, maybe we're wrong. Maybe they really did like something really cool and different this time maybe they did you're right i could i could There's be probably wrong. something new that they're trying out but only on celebrities or people with big money so maybe yeah <laughs> special special autopsy you know they're I using special staples to fucking put them back together <laughs> man was that wild did you ever did you ever uh, watch an autopsy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah man what's that's wild it's just wild Dude, my first experience uh, was, so they brought us, uh, when I started uh, DPD uh, to the academy, they took us down to the the Wayne County. God, it smells so bad in there. Oh, it's, it's horrible. And I remember they had, because, you know, they didn't, what, guys and girls, when, when, uh, when you were talking about, like, uh, humans and uh, fluids and things of that nature, you don't, you don't put human things <clears throat> in plastic it's just not it's not what you do you will contaminate it but they do use paper bags mm-hmm. and they poured this dude out that got ran over by a train Oof. and it was like it looked like a just a brown paper garbage or a grocery bag <laughs> and they're just like and the guy just was like in like a few like pe- like I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, it was just like little like this. There's nothing left of this guy. And they just dumped him onto that freaking, <laughs> that metal table, dude. I was like, Guys, oh my God. hold on. Is- Let's give this one the Matthew Perry treatment. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be, it's be, going to be from now on, like the Matthew Perry fucking treatment. That's so oh my ridiculous. So. so yeah, I get that. Uh, Memes in the wake of someone's death are not appreciated by everyone, but it's it's okay. And I do not have a double standard with it. No, bring you it, do not. Bring it. I, I expect it. I want it. It's in. It's going to be in my will. I'm literally going to be updating my will before the end of the year. So like, <laughs> I'm putting this. I'm I'm not kidding. It will be in there, mm-hmm. and so it's going to happen when I die. I'm going to so bring it, too. Your dad is going to want to kick me right out. My dad will hopefully be dead. Oh, no, no. You're going before him. Not even a question. (laughs) Is that what the internet thing said? You logged in and put my birthday in or whatever? I didn't have to. I know your lifestyle. You're in trouble. (laughs) That's true. Well, I'm flying around, drinking, trying to avoid cannons in San Diego. I guess. Oh, goodness. All right, guys. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. This has been uh, the first (laughs) video on our new channel. And uh, you can expect more like this week in and week out. We'll just be like rolling rolling through the headlines and letting it lead to good good conversation and back and forth. And 
it gets better and better the more and more people that are in the comments interacting and engaging with us. We love it. So make sure that if you haven't subscribed and hit the notification bell, you do. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just make sure you hit the plus sign, right? Like follow there, subscribe there. Drop a rating and review if you laughed at the show, if you enjoyed it, if you got engaged uh, by it, then uh, drop that rating and review. We'll keep the show going. If you want it to keep going, we'll keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys and girls. Mm -hmm.